morning and welcome to another episode of Valley Vibes, Avon Canton Chamber of Commerce, where we bring you entertaining conversations that enrich, educate, and inform about life in the Farmington Valley and beyond. We are here talking about my favorite topic, Valentine's Day, with heart-shaped chocolates and heart-shaped jewelry. Ooh. Um, I would like to introduce you to our morning participants. Um, we have Ken Bacon. Ken, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ken Bacon from Michael's Jewelers and the Canton Shops. Thank you. And Miriam, reader, can you, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I am Miriam and I am owner of Taste by Spellbound, which has locations in Avon, South Windsor, and West Hartford. Excellent. Um, so we have Michael's Jewelers, Ken Bacon, and Miriam Reader from um, Taste by Spellbound. And, you know, we're getting ready for Valentine's Day. And um, tell us what your experiences are, like love in the air. Are you getting requests from, you know, customers about, you know, anything special that they want this year um, for Valentine's Day? What are you hearing? Um, as far as the bakery scene goes, we always put out a fun menu. As far as holidays go for me, um, Valentine's is definitely one of my most favorite. I love, love creating treats for, for Valentine's Day. Um, all the pretty colors, pinks, purples, red, whites, glitter. Um, one of the things, though, that always happens with Valentine's Day is people are last minute. I don't know if Ken sees this with gifts, um, but that's one of the biggest things that we see is that the lines start on the day before or Valentine's Day um, with the guys that forgot last minute about their significant other. Yeah. And speaking of the guys that forget and do things last minute, uh, my name is uh, Michael and uh, Mazaritsky and I'll be a co-host for today. And uh, Miriam, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I've been caught many, many times with the, uh, trying to put something together uh, as a last second. So I'm if you can see me right now, I'm raising my hand and saying guilty as charged. Yeah. And and before we started our, our episode this morning, um, his wife who who works in, in the building, um, she was giving him some sort of eyes, like, yes, don't forget this year. So um yeah. It's a lot of pressure. A lot yeah. of pressure. <laughs> um, Ken, what are you seeing on your end? It, it's the same. Uh, we usually it's the last 10 days right before Valentine's day. Certainly the, the men that are coming in to buy engagement rings usually come a little bit earlier if it's something we have to create for them. But, uh, but usually it's, it's the week before gets, it's very, very busy. Yeah. For, for us, as people are always so last minute, we try to do a lot of grab and go and like pretty, um, different little gift things because it makes it easier when people come in, they have something already prepackaged with pretty wrapping. So that's one of the things that we've definitely learned is to stock up for the last minute people. So for those people who do plan ahead of time, what are the, what are your suggestions on, um, gift ideas? So for us, we do like a pretty box of truffles. We do different boxes of our sugar cookies. We're definitely known for our sugar cookies, but I was just say pre-order try to try to think of head try to think ahead um go, you can go on our social media and see what we have to offer um but yeah we always put out a really pretty menu of prepackaged items that can of very gifty pretty treats yeah we, we ended up uh we 
received a large batch of stock yesterday for Valentine's Day. And there's items from $30 on up to, well, we have up to $35,000. So it all depends on, on what the person's looking for. Yeah. So I'm always curious, um, you know, uh, Valentine's Day happens once a year, um, which is uh, one of my favorite holidays, even though it's commercialized, it's one of my favorite ho- holidays. Um, I'm just curious, um, are they buying heart-shaped jewelry and what types of jewelry that range from a, you know, a pretty modest um, expense to a high end? What are some of the things that um, you would recommend? Well, we do a line of silver, which we have heart jewelry with little diamonds in it. Uh, those will go from $99 on up. We do white gold with di- with hearts, with diamonds, colored stones. Uh, it's not just all hearts, though. We, we, we do a lot with diamond stud earrings and, and engagement rings, anniversary style bands. It, because it's a love holiday, it's just the feeling that the that the person has when they come in here buying for their partner. That's awesome. So let me ask you guys a question. I, I think I am your target audience, period. <laughs> so I, I, I think I speak for a lot of our listeners when I tell you that, you know, for, for a lot of times when, for me, when you forget to get something, you're kind of running into the store and, you know, you have a line of men, Um trying to get flowers is is essentially what it is last second. So in order for me to avoid this, you know, what can I do? How can I prep? When should I start to prep? Like, what is it that you can, what is it that I can do in order not to stress out about it last second? Well, certainly the earlier you start, the better that it'll be. Uh, If, if you wait until the last minute there, there's that threat of, Merchandise is is dwindled down uh, right before Valentine's Day. We we buy as as much product as we possibly can. But the earlier you come in, certainly the better the better off you're going to be. For us, we're ten years into this with the bakery, and we've definitely learned a lot of lessons. And one of those is just being ready for those last minute people. Otherwise, if we're not ready, we do run around and stressing out. Um, so like I was saying earlier, we do try to do as much pre-packaged, really pretty stuff for those last minute people. Even though we put out a menu that I really think that Valentine's is one of the most last minute holidays ever. More than Thanksgiving, more than Christmas. The lines that we get for people that forget is bigger than anything else. So like I said, 10 years into this, we've realized that. So we really try to stock up on pretty gifty stuff. Yeah, I believe it because I mean, you you forget you you're in trouble, you know, and uh, you're in trouble for a little while. <laughs> well, let me ask you something else, guys, if you don't mind. So I've been married for 16 years, right? So when you married for that long, Valentine's Day comes every single year, and you know, at the beginning of it, you're like you're really excited. You got this phenomenal idea, so I'm going to do this, and then eventually, by the year 16, you're like. What can I do outside of like you kind of start as a guy for me, I start to run out of ideas. Like, yeah. What is it that I can do that I haven't done before without being constantly repetitive? That's a good question. I haven't been married for 16 years. So, um, I, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. I think it really depends on the person, though. And if they want to try to, if, if the guy is creative or wants to try to keep it fresh, I think that really depends on if, if he wants to put the effort into it or not. So if you have a customer who walks in and, you know, last minute, Valentine's Day, 
rushing around. Um, how do you guide that? How do you guide that customer? What's their experience like? How do you help them? Is there a, do you curate some items for them? Because, you know, last minute, they're probably not thinking of heart-shaped chocolate. Um, they're, they're walking in for, oh God, I, I forgot today was uh, Valentine's Day. Now what? They walk into your, your store and um, how do you guide them in the right direction? What sort of questions you ask them to get to the point where um, they know exactly what their wives or significant others want or like? Like I'm all about the heart shape um, or anything chocolate and truffles. That, that question's probably more for Ken, because um, I know for baked goods in the bakery, anyone that comes in here, just anything that they have, they're willing to grab. They do not care. If it's pretty, they just take it. Nice. Ken, what, what's your experience? How do you guide a customer who's last minute, walks in, has no idea, doesn't have real budget? Um, what, what has your experience in the past been? Well, you keep cutting out a little bit, so I'm going to try and get this, and hopefully it comes through. Uh, It's always about asking questions. What does she have already? What does she like? And and you can work with the customer until you you get it down to something that she's not already going to have, and and repeating an item that uh, you know that she's going to have to come back with in exchange for something else. So it's as if you talk to the customer and and you ask them enough questions, usually you can figure out what they're, you know, what they're looking for. A, a good tip is to go on our, the michaelsjewelers.com website is very good. It's nice to, for a customer to go on that first and get an idea of what they might like. And then they can even call us and say, I saw this item. I'd like to purchase it. Uh, you know, can I come in and, and get it? And we'll put it aside for them. Great. And so you must have experienced some really funny stories and unique characters walking into your store. Do you have a funny story that you can share with your listeners this morning? Well, years ago, I've been at Michael's for 36 years. So I was here before computers and and we were hand wrote all of our receipts. So we had a gentleman come in and buy an emerald ring for his wife, the same ring three years in a row. The third year, she didn't even open it. She walked into the store with the box and said, if there's an emerald ring in here, I need to exchange it for something else. (laughs) (laughs) And we opened it and there was an emerald ring in there. So That's funny. (laughs) What does she end up buying? The year before, she she exchanged it for earrings that matched the ring. And then that year, she exchanged it for a necklace that matched the ring and the earrings. So now we have everything on computer. We can we can look up the customer's history. We have 10 Michael stores throughout the state. Uh, we just opened one in South Norwalk in the Sono Mall in November. So that's we were the newest store in Canton. We opened in 2020 when we re- uh, relocated Torrington and, and Avon to this location. And, and now South Norwalk is our newest store. So we're all synced together. So anything that's purchased in any Michael's store, we could look it up and make sure the customer doesn't repeat and buy again. Yes. Thank God for digitized world, right? Yes. And so, Miriam, what are you seeing? What are the one of the funniest stories in your past that you can share? I don't think I necessarily have any funny stories. I think probably... 
No funny stories on my end, honestly. So you're baking the goods fresh, right? Um, Have you ever had sort of you're baking something and something flops? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk to us about that. I mean, that happened today. Our vanilla cake batter, something got weighed incorrectly and they all pancaked. I mean, that that stuff definitely happens to us 10 years in. We still make mistakes. Um, I know two years ago, one of the craziest things happened to us um, was we didn't realize just how big of an influx that we would get. And we sold out of like 50 dozen cupcakes in our three shops within an hour. And it, I mean, it caused pandemonium in our kitchen trying to get more stuff made because the customer walking in at 11 o'clock, you have nothing on shelves when you're supposed to be open until, you know, at least three or four, that looks terrible on you. Um, So I would say, again, not funny story, but definitely a moment for us where we realized just how last minute people are um, and to really prepare for people. I haven't been into Taste by Spellbound yet. I tried um, walking in. Um, I tried to, you know, make it a point to go in last night, but of course, um, I was late. So I would be, you know, um, walking in. What does as a customer walks through your your store? What what's the experience? What's that first time experience look like? Um, all of our shops are really, really pretty. So I would say as far as eye candy goes and our decor, um, it's a really fun, pretty place to walk into. And we really try to train our staff to be extremely friendly, always great customers, always talk to them, um, tell them about our products. Um, don't shy away from you know, selling the product and being excited about it. Um, so we do try to create a, a nice atmosphere and a very friendly atmosphere here. Well, let me ask you guys a question. So let's say let's say you're away, right? Let's say you're traveling, you're away, you're on a business trip, uh, or, or your significant other is not around, right? They're they're on the well, COVID maybe that's not an issue anymore, but hopefully we'll get back to normal here relatively soon. Do you guys ship? And uh, that's actually the question to both Ken and Miriam. Do you guys send stuff out? Is that delivered? Like, is it only pickup only? How does that work? Yeah, well, we definitely do. We we will ship. Uh, if a customer is out of state, we, we will ship it to them. If, if it's a known customer, we have issues if somebody wants to purchase something very large over the phone that we don't know and wants us to ship it to an address. Uh, we have to verify that, that the person's actually who they say they are. So if somebody comes in and makes the purchase and then says, my wife is in Florida or uh, I want to give it to somebody that's out of state, then we will send it uh, usually FedEx and get it there the next day. As far as us, no, we do not ship. We used to. That's actually how we started as a bakery. Um, but we did in that about four years ago, and we are just completely local um, because we really want to try to keep our stuff as fresh as possible. And do you do, um, so do you do deliveries? No, we don't. We don't. Okay. I was just curious, you, you know, um, with the COVID, COVID-19 hitting, a lot of businesses had to pivot. It, it didn't really affect bakeries. Um, all the bakeries that I know actually escalated more so than ever from COVID. And probably because we were emotionally eating, maybe. That's interesting. Now, Mir- Miriam, let me ask you a quick question. Like, I know that some... Yeah, some bakeries and maybe some kitchens that they provide this uh, ability for someone to come in, maybe learn how to bake something, or maybe provide some recipes or some ideas. Like, is there anything like that that somebody can go in? Oh, you know what? 
maybe I want to make something with help from Taste by Spellbomb. Is that something that you guys run? It's okay if you don't, but I just figured I ask. We used to hold we used to hold classes. We did cake decorating classes, and a lot of people would actually do it for date night. Um, but because we are three locations, we only have one kitchen. It got yeah. it, it got too crazy. Um, and that's something that people do ask us, you know, do you do, um, baking classes, cake decorating classes, but because, you know, short staffed, small staff, um, we don't have that kind of manpower to be able to do that anymore. That's cool. And, uh, Ken, I just have a question. I, I know that for me, when I go to a jewelry store, a lot of times I'll just sit in the parking lot because sometimes it's a little bit intimidating trying to walk into this, to the place. Sometimes you're just there and you have all your staff, how do you make people feel welcomed and warm and just kind of relaxed as, oh, he's just going to try to sell me the most expensive ring he's got? You know, how, how do you, how do you pe- calm people down? That's something that we, we don't do. We, we want to figure out where the person's budget is. We want to stay within that. The thing with, with customers with jewelry is you want them to be as happy, you know, after the purchase because it will come back if you force sell something to somebody. So we, we, don't do that where usually we know most of the people that walk in the store they've been in before if they're not you know, we welcome them like it's our it's their home um, and and we just try and be as friendly as possible smile i think the thing that that people are most surprised at when they come in here is they think everything is going to be so expensive and it's not we have jewelry for $28 angel wing jewelry on up to as high as people would want to go. But that's the one thing I think when people walk in, they're very surprised to see that that there's something in everybody's budget. Somebody can walk in and buy something very, very nice and not spend a lot of money. And Ken, I had a, a great experience. Um, I, I don't usually buy jewelry for myself, but um, I went to my uh, great nieces. Oh God, I just aged myself. Uh, my <laughs> great nieces um, christening, and I was last minute, of course, on everything when it comes to family, which is sad. Um, but I walked into Michael's Jewelers, and you know, my experience had, was, you know, I had in my mind that I was going to buy a little, um, you know, a, a, a cross. Um, and I had no clue, not, I don't really buy jewelry, so I don't know that, you know, I don't really get into the, you know, gold, silver or whatever. And I had a really great experience and, you know, I won't tell you how much I spent, but I had a really good experience and I was guided in a direction that turned out to be the right um, direction for me, um, and ended up buying a really pretty, um, necklace for my, for my niece. So from my experience, I thought that, you know, that was, um, a good one because I had no clue what I was, what I wanted or what I needed, um, when I walked in. Well, and, and we love to hear that because most of us, you know, we have family that go shopping. We've, you know, we've got, I have kids that I don't want somebody, my son and daughter going into a store and feeling like they got taken advantage of, uh, so we, we don't want people to feel like that when they come in here. We, we want them to be just as happy when they walk out as they were when they walked in. That's great. Uh, well, guys, I, I think this is great. You know, we try to kind of keep our episodes to a certain time limit, and this has been super cool and very, very helpful. Uh, so in conclusion, is there anything – first of all, why don't you tell our listeners where to find you as well as if you have any specials or anything sort of happening in your store that uh, you might want to highlight here uh, as we wrap it up? Um, Taste by Spawn is located again in Avon, 
Route 44 in West Hartford and Elmwood and South Windsor right off of Buckland. Um, we bake fresh every day and we're very proud of our product and what we put out for Valentine's Day. Like I said, we have a pre-order menu and if you do not pre-order, we will be doing our best to stock up the shops. Okay, and for us, we we moved over to the Canton shops in 2020. We're uh, right next to Barnes & Noble across from Sephora. There are nine other locations, but we want everybody to come to Canton. Uh, if people do choose in February, we're running a promotion for Valentine's Day. We, we don't like to do discounts because we don't want to mark our jewelry up so we can mark it back down and make people think they got a deal. So what we're doing from the the 4th to the 14th is uh, we're donating $10 on every purchase, $50 or more to Connecticut Children's. Uh, people can come in and sign a Valentine card and we're going to, on Valentine's Day, we're going to bring all the cards and, and toys to Connecticut Children's also. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is very very cool, guys. And uh, um, well, great. Well, I I, I think it's uh, it was a great successful episode. Thank you, uh, Miriam and Ken, for joining. And uh, Gina was a uh, uh, great co-hosting this uh, this show with you. Thank you. And hopefully, you guys have a very busy and pleasant Valentine's Day with uh, lots of listeners stopping by and taking advantage of your uh, offers. Awesome, you guys. Great. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to another episode of Avon Canton Chamber of Commerce, the Valley Vibes podcast. I'm Gina Hamilton, closing out with Exact Digital Media, your host for today, and my co-host, thank you, Michael Mazariski of Milestone Asset Management Group. And I want to thank um, Ken Bacon, Michael's Jewelers Canton, and Miriam Reeder, Taste by Spellbound in Avon. I'm on my way to visit her right now. Thank you all. Thank you all.